Hello everyone, I'm 223MR and welcome back to Diamond World. I want to thank you guys for joining me and remember to follow the channel on your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at King223MR. Before I go into any of the news, I want to talk about where I have been and why I stopped uploading this podcast. I'm giving limited details for privacy reasons. Now, my whole family got COVID in January and I was too sick to work on the podcast. Weeks later, we lost a crucial member of the family and then we were hit harder when my father had a heart had heart complications. It's been more than a month now and I'm feeling better and I'm feeling capable to write and show my expression to sports and video game news. Okay. Since I have been gone, I have missed so much news, so I will be covering through the news quickly and I'm going to upload another video on the MLB division with MLB coming back in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I'll be covering the divisions and my thoughts on who goes to the pod, who goes uh, to the playoffs. So we got a couple topics to, we got a, a little bit of topics today. I don't want to go too in depth with the first episode back. But here we go. We are starting our news off with the NHL and with the LA Kings. I know the Kings play in the West and don't get enough media uh, time and attention. Um, so I'm giving them some credit here. Now, I'm an LA Kings fan, but no bias. I've watched them every game, Vegas. Um, I'm a West guy, so I'm watching everyone from the West. The Kings, as of right now, have won 12 games and have a 30, yeah, a 30 points in the standings. Now they're fourth place, no, fifth place, my apologies. They're in fifth place, um, which is above expectations, you know. They have Kopitar, Brown, and Dowdy are playing at an extreme level. Um, you know, after that half year away from playing, it's kind of got their legs, their skates back into where they want, um, where they were when they were in the prime. Um, they have a lot of young players surrounded with them too, as well as uh, Velarde, um, Wagner, Trevor Moore, Matt, uh, Matt Anderson, um, who's Aaron Walker, as well, you know. And they also have players who have who are in their third or fourth season, like Antonio, Ayafalo, Kempe. Um, and I said Kempe had just scored a hat trick, you know, and he went in the sixth goal. Uh, streak in just three games, um, you know. So he had a well, actually no, not six games. Goal streak. He had a six game. He had six goals in a in a span of three games. Um, yeah, but the Kings have a great mixture of young and veteran players who want to prove they belong with the other skaters and the other everyone else in the league. And I truly feel like this team can make the playoffs. So if you guys are looking for uh, a team that's going to be an underdog, bet on someone who's going to make that playoff run. Um, the Kings, I mean, they had just defeated the Blues. They have kind of the Blues number. Um, the Blues, you know, uh, are pretty well when it comes to um, points percentage. Same thing with Minnesota. I mean, it, we all know that at least Minnesota or um, St. Louis is going to jump off the playoff spot. It's just... You know, Vegas is more than is definitely a playoff team. I mean, that's that's one that's secure. You know, are they going to get first place? Probably. 
Are you going to get second? More, you know, um, yeah. Um, but with Colorado, they still look strong, even though they have a lot of injuries. So, you know, once they get healthy, they're going to get right back into that uh, Stanley Cup uh, potential that they that the Vegas has uh, been uh, betting on them. But St. Louis and uh, Minnesota have had a little trouble. Minnesota, I, I do like them making the playoff spot more than St. Louis at this moment in time. Just because Minnesota has a young, they were rebuilding, and then now it's like with uh, with the rookie. My apologies, I can't pronounce the name. His it starts with a K. Um, he has just bought, been skating out of his mind, dude. So the West is actually gonna be hard. The West is actually gonna be hard. Um, you know because everyone's trying to battle out. Um, I mean, Dogs and San Jose. Um, and Arizona, like, I don't see them being competitive, you know, in nature, but they're, they're going to be playing spoilers for either the Kings or, or the Blues, you know, or Minnesota. I have a feeling that Kings will have some trouble just because they're going to be playing Anaheim, Saint, San Jose, and Arizona, those rivals, um, and they're going to try to spoil the Kings' run, you know, but this is has completely, you know, the expectation is just out of water. I expect very much next season, for them to make the playoff spot with that Pacific Division going back to um, where it is, uh, you know, going back to this, you know, how the divisions are actually like, you know, with, with Edmonton, uh, Vancouver, Calgary, um, Vegas, San Jose, Anaheim, um, Los Angeles, and then probably Seattle again. So, I mean, if you guys love hockey, you guys got to watch the LA Kings. They're just fast and quick. They're strong with velarity. Um, um, yeah, but definitely go check them out if you can. Now, the, I decided to end up um, only covering two sports news just because I wanted to kind of... Uh, I didn't... Like the other news that were popping off, you know, with the NFL free agents or so, you know, free agency has been a crazy storm. I don't want to go too in-depth with it. Um, and the reason is because there's just so much going on. And, you you know, it's not appropriate for me to just jump straight into that. Or, you know, March Madness. I'll probably be covering March Madness when it gets into the uh, Sweet 16. You know, covering who I think you know my bracket is already dead I, I i'm just too embarrassed to even talk about it so um but i really want to go into some f1 i know you guys um, i want to keep diving into new sports and this is a new sport that i decided to go into um but yeah i mean formula one is just such a fun motorsport uh you know these guys are crazy and i dove into it with the documentary you know drives to survive so I kind of, I'm still learning in the process of learning the sport, but I really want to, uh, you know, share my, you know, my experience with you guys. And if you guys have any, like, if I, there's something that, you know, I don't know that you guys want to tell me, go ahead and tell me. I'm going to be looking towards um, every, most, not every practice, but every qualifying and every race. And I know they're going to do a sprint race as well. So I'm going to be checking that out. Um, but I'm very much interested in what I have uh, seen so far. I mean, 
Um, but I want to go in. I actually want to talk about uh, the preseason testing. I don't want to talk about uh, the documentary or whatever. I watched preseason testing day one, day two, and day three. A little bit of day three. But if you guys are, are Formula One fans, I, I think you know what I'm talking about. Or you're just going to call me an idiot because I don't know what I'm talking about. But, um, man, dude. Um, now, I want to jump off the gates on on the teams, right? Um, and the teams that you guys are going to want to look out for. I mean, Mercedes. And you're not going to want to look out for them because they're Mercedes, but because how do they improve on their, on their uh, season already? Because preseason, they looked like the mess. I mean, they didn't have a lot of lap time with Bota, with Botas. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sorry, the the Finland, uh, for Mercedes, um, Botas, right? Um, he did. He only got six laps on that first session, on the first day. You know, I think it was uh some type of failure of the car. It, it just wouldn't couldn't run. Um, Lewis Hamilton was able to get a little bit. Uh, I think twenty around twenty laps that st- session, but the car was just moving not well it the, you know the drag system was kind of lifting the car up you know and then this is again um on the on the track soccer or the country um i don't know what the track again i'm still trying to learn these tracks but the track that they were testing on it which is it was not appropriate for uh, for a testing scenario i mean it was just really bad super bad wind um sandstorm you know it wasn't pretty it wasn't pretty for the testing, um, but more, the yeah Mercedes was struggling day one, day two, and day three. So they're gonna have to figure out how to fight back. So it's gonna be exciting to see because if Mercedes can't get back on track, number eight will not happen. Number eight for Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton will not happen. So, so that's a huge that's a huge um um. That's huge news, you know. That's huge, something that huge history right there. If someone else don't, you know, picks up the the constructor cup, you know, it's like, dude, seven years in a row, you couldn't quite get the eight. So it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Um, now I want to go into uh, Red Bull, so might as well just go down the list. Um, Red Bull, Max Verstappen is looking fucking quick. I mean that Honda engine that they're running on is absolutely incredible. He was flying lights out um in in the on the track. And I could only I could only imagine that there's gonna be even more he's not even showing us that engine can do. Uh uh Perez had a you know, he looked good. I'm very excited to see what happens. I'm not a big Red Bull fan because um Red Bull has really you know, I don't think Red Bull knows what they're doing. The only thing they know that they're doing is giving Verstappen a good car and letting him drive out, you know, out with it. I expect Verstappen to at least get number two or number three just because that Mercedes does not look well. And I don't know if, if Bottas or Lewis Hamilton will end up with um with number two or number one this season. Um, So Verstappen, I, I definitely have him up there at least uh, top three, more than likely top two. Um. But yeah, that Red Bull um, engine looks good. They're gonna be, you know, they're not gonna be sexy to watch for Mercedes. You know, Mercedes in the struggle with Red Bull. Now, I actually want to talk about 
I actually want to talk about um, McLaren. McLaren looks completely strong. I mean, I was watching McLaren, and man, am I excited for am, am I excited for that team? I honestly think they might have a have a shot at the constructor cup, like literally a shot, not just third place, fourth place, or staying there at that level, or you know, battling for the midfield, battling for the top tier. I mean, actually winning it, like beating Mercedes, beating Red Bull, because Lando Norris is so quick, and Daniel Ricciardo is such a great overtaker, and he's, I mean, Lando Norris is already a great defender. And he, you know, Lando Norris is a great defender. If Daniel Ricciardo could get first, second place, you know, I mean, top in the podium spots every every race, you know, and Lando Norris in the back, he could start defending Daniel Ricciardo, forcing, you know, uh, having the the opportunity for Ricciardo having that podium spot, you know, defending him. And same thing with uh, Lando Norris, man. Lando Norris can literally uh, not just defend, but push. He could push that track. Maybe even get on his first. I believe it would be his first podium this season if he does get one. Um, but yeah, they they look strong. I definitely have them as one or two on this construction cup standings that at the end of the season. Um, yeah, McLaren. I am super excited for McLaren, man. Um, um, but after McLaren, it's obviously Austin Matt Mart Austin Martin, right? Austin Martin. Um. They're back in with uh, uh, Lawrence Stroll, right? Lawrence Stroll uh, getting Austin Martin back in. And man, in day two and day three, they kind of got me worried. Day one, they look great. Um, Sebastian Vettel, <laughs> man, I I am rooting for this team so much. And, you know, I'm not just rooting for us of, you know, because uh, the slick car, you know, they got the Mercedes engine. They no longer have a green Mercedes because they have, you know, they changed um, some things. You know, they, you know, it's not the same car that Mercedes puts out. You know, they did their own construction. And this time it's very much their own car. No, almost no copy, no paste to that. Um, you know, some cases here and there. But still, man. And again, I think the Mercedes engine, dude, the Mercedes engine is just looking well, except for on Mercedes. You know, McLaren has the Mercedes engine. Um, it looks quick. And Austin Martin, man, it is quick with that Mercedes engine. Now, the only, uh, and I'm, you know, again, I'm rooting for them because of uh, Vettel and everything that happened with Ferrari, dude. Um he um i really just want to see him compete again I, you know at least two more seasons of, of him just competing um he you know he's one of those guys you got to root for so yeah i'm definitely rooting for austin martin and sebastian vettel um you know who who knows what's gonna happen because i mean lance Stroll, right um will lance Stroll get his first win you know there there's an ability that he can, uh, you know, he can get his first win. I believe it will be his first win, right, in, in Formula One. Um, but you know, um, with Seb Sebastian Vettel, I expect him to get a podium, two or three at least. Um, you know, so I'll be rooting for him. That's Austin Martin. I'm super excited for that team as well. Now, I guess. Um, might as well talk about Ferrari since we're on this topic with uh uh you know Vettel 
this team is awesome. And I'm not talking about the 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 in you know the Ferrari team. I'm talking about uh Charles uh Leclerc and uh Carlos Sainz, man. Like, dude, how do you that's such a great uh you know teammates, you know, they're gonna compete at a high level for each other. And yeah, Ferrari might be fighting for a midfield, but at least they're you know, those those guys are completing, you know, they're competing, they're progressing. Um and I have a feeling it'll be it'll do great for their career, even though Ferrari won't be you know, I don't believe they'll be fighting, you know, racing for the constructor cup this season. But it'll still be good for, for Ferrari and the and the racers, uh Leclerc and Sainz. Um yeah, I'm pretty excited on what they're gonna do. They're probably not gonna get a lot of they're probably gonna get a lot of DNFs just because that Ferrari car did not look well. And uh, the Alfa Romero looked faster than the Ferrari, which is it does it's 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 concerning. It's very much concerning. Um, but yeah, so we uh, I'm not gonna go into Alfa Romero. They're faster than Ferrari. That's all you need to know with their engine. Um, uh, Alfa Alfa Toro, right? It's not longer. It's Alfa Toro. Yeah, Alfa Tori, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. Uh, but yeah, um. Pierre Gasly, you, I'm a big Pierre Gasly fan, and I'm rooting for him all the time. But uh, some Sonoda, I think that's the name. Sonoda. He's a he was a Honda driver. Well, he's actually still he's a Honda driver, um, and Honda, you know, put him on that uh, on the Alpha Toy, and um, he looks good. I mean, he looks very promising for them. For that Red Bull team, um, you know Pierre Gasly obviously always looks promising, but can Pierre Gasly kind of overcome if if Sonoda um, kind of is able to go above him and compete at his level and probably get better times, better qualifiers, you know, and you know, uh, what's it called, a better position on in the race? Because Pierre Gasly, that's the thing that you want to know. Now, do I think Pierre Gasly will do well? Hell yeah, I think Pierre Gasly would do absolutely well on a midfield car. Um, I mean, he just won. He literally had a redemption season last season with the with the stupid Red Bull. I it was just a horrible thing they did. You know, they they really did chose uh Alex Alborn for over Pierre Gasly. Okay, literally. Okay, you could do that. You know, I I think it was the right move, but not. The second season was with Alborn having a pretty bad season, you know, and it's not de- it's decent, which is not Red Bull level. You want to be a good level. And Pierre Gasly having a redemption season, even winning a race, you know. Um, I think that you know they're just crybabies, you know. Red Bull is, um, like, dude, you gotta put Pierre Gasly on the seat, or else you're gonna lose him for good, you know. And that's not what you want, you know. I don't think, and again, I'm gonna go back to Red Bull. Uh, I don't think Perez might be the best answer for Verstappen, just because Perez is a a veteran of the game, and he's in a, you know, he's not gonna take a lot from anyone. So I mean, it it, it mix well, and I don't see Alex Albon um, being on that seat again. And I'm talking about the Red Bull seat, and neither did Pierre Gasly. I don't see them. But if you're going to tell me who has a better seat, better chance at a seat next season, 
is Pierre Gasly all the time. I think he'll have a seat for for a while. Alex Albon will probably move away from Formula One. Um, but yeah, um, but you know anything can happen. Um, uh, well, Williams. Um, I mean, I think that might be it that we all need to cover Williams. Oh, we actually still need to talk about Alpine or however you want to, however you want to say it. But um, let's talk about Williams first. They got George Russell uh, and Latifi. And now I didn't get to see George Russell's um, practice te- practice laps on, on day three. But, you know, they don't look that bad. They'll probably be at the bottom of the pack, but at least there's at least there's a, a goal now, you know, not where you're just trying to survive or something like that. Look, they're moving. Um, they're moving. Um, you know, their their goals. You know, they had just Williams had just sold. Um, and um, yeah, I think this is gonna be be well. You know, they're hopefully they'll be fighting with a. Uh, Alfa Romero. Well, it's kind of hard to say that because you don't know where Alfa Romero is. Because Ferrari could even could literally be in the back of the pack, you know. But yeah, it, it promise it's promising with George, especially with George Russell. I mean, it. And here's the thing about Mercedes: Bottas doesn't, um, you know, it continues to have bad luck every season. You know, he could lose a spot to George Russell or even Lewis Hamilton, right? If Lewis Hamilton beats uh Lee's Mercedes, that's a huge belly. But you have George Russell there. You could sign George Russell Mercedes uh to a Mercedes car, put him in the seat, and you know he'll de- deliver because of what he's done um in those two races that they had for um for him. So yeah. So George Russell, I definitely expect him to be in a Mercedes car sooner than I mean, uh in the future. Uh, fuck, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Alp, Alpin, Alpine. I don't know what the fuck to say, how to uh, say it. It has an I and E. It should be Alpine, but whatever. Um, I don't know what to think about this car. It's definitely a midfield car. Um, the team. Um, you know, Esteban Ocon. Um. You know, I'm I root for him, but now you have Fernando Alonso there. I mean, what's gonna happen? If, you know, if for, if Fernando keeps uh losing midfield battles or not getting even fourth place or maybe not even a podium this season, I mean, you know, or if he continues to get DNFs, um, what's gonna happen? Because for, we all know Fernando Alonso is a you know he could control a team just like he did with McLaren. Will he control? You know, because now there's like some sort of democracy there in Alpine. Um, you know, um, so that that's a weird one. This is going to be a lot of drama. If Fernando Alonso can kind of stay calm or even if they just race good, you know, race well, you know, that kind of puts Fernando Alonso a step back, you know. So, you know, I, you know, it's going to be, we're, we're going to see what that ends up. But I think that's that'll be it for F1. But yeah, um, that's what I'm excited for F1. Um, the the first practice is on the 24th, and I believe the first race is on the on the 28th. I believe something like that. I want to go into uh, Xbox and Bethesda. So Bethesda Bethesda has officially been acquired by Microsoft and has uh, games going to Game Pass 
Only some, some games will be exclusive, which makes sense since the Xbox team does not seem to see themselves as a console publisher anymore, but a subscription service with Game Pass. Uh, they would need to publish their games uh, for PlayStation and Nintendo to make a profit. I believe this is true. Um, and, you know, I believe what's going to happen is that uh, Microsoft is going to have to sell Bethesda games, you know, they're not going to sell IPs, but they're going to sell, they're going to publish games for PlayStation and Nintendo, PC, whatever, whatever, because, they're, you know, if you're thinking about this is a console war, it's not, it's never, you know, the console wars are done, Xbox doesn't even exist as a console anymore, their market, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, um, looking at this as a business when you're and Microsoft have been looking at this as a business, but when you have a subscription service like Game Pass or like you know when Stadia is already out, when you have um, you know whatever Amazon's fucking doing, um, you know you have all these things or Netflix or you know Disney Plus, Hulu, uh, Paramount, Xbox is literally trying. The reason they want what they want to do with Game Pass is literally turn it into the Netflix, the Disney Plus. Of Xbox, you know, it it's supposed to be you turn it on, you play the game. That's why they're offering so much for, for the Xbox console, for the PC, or for the cloud. You know, like they organize it for you. If this game's on PC, this game's on Xbox, this game's on, uh, cloud Xbox and um PC. You know, they're that's what they're trying to, you know, sell to now. It's no longer about publishing games. I mean, every game that they publish at an exclusive level ends up on Game Pass and PC, or you know, for free. That you know, that's what Xbox is doing right now. Um, so I definitely expect them, uh, Bethesda, to be, you know, I expect you know, we're no longer gonna have a Death Loop type of thing where you know, Death Loop. Right, this loop is exclusive to PlayStation. We're not gonna have that. We're gonna have, you know, like let's say this loop wasn't exclusive, and you know, Bethesda was just making it. Xbox would sell it to PlayStation, Nintendo, or not Nintendo, but PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Um, and I think that's gonna ring true. And and even Stadia, I think they'll probably sell Stadia. I mean, why not? It's not like Stadia is fucking better than you. You're is there? You know, at the end of the day, you're you're trying to compete with Stadia now, but is Stadia even at your level? And that's what kind of Xbox is doing right now. They know that no one's at their level quite, you know, you know, not no PlayStation, no, no one, because they're no longer a console based no more. They're subscription based now. So that's who they're kind of selling to. And, um, the, you know, it's a good thing for, you know, for Xbox. I, I really like this deal with Bethesda going to Game Pass and, you know, a lot of games, I don't see it beneficial for the consoles, you know, with consoles. Um, but I think it's that time where consoles, it's time for consoles to kind of go away and for streaming and, and um, you know, PC and those, you know, P obviously PC has always been big, but for PC to be the main structure now, um, you know, PlayStation and Nintendo are kind of the last consoles. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I believe what happened with Bethesda. But yeah, I think that's that's gonna end it today. I hope you enjoyed the, the episode. 
and the news, guys. My reaction towards the news, and it's fun. It's fu- it'll be it's fun to be back. Um, you know, it takes time to write these things down, uh, to research, you know, and talk to you guys. But man, it 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 does uh it does feel good to be back. And remember to remember, guys. Uh, please, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, or Audible, you know, go ahead and follow the follow the follow Diamond World. And um, yeah, thank you so much. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at King. 223MR. If you guys have any questions, any thoughts that I should be talking about, what are my thoughts on, on breaking news or whatever, go ahead and hit me up on that. Love you guys and peace.